of litigation where the plaintiff and the defendant come together in court and of edus of giving testimony. Any testimony. The person testifying, the person that witnessed it, has some sort of, he's going to benefit from this story that he's going to tell. Or he has some sort of interest in this case. Even in the most remote way possible, he is invalid from testifying. The Apostle says, He has done not good between his nation. Who is this referring to? This is talking about a person that's coming with the power of attorney. He's coming as a proxy to represent somebody. What's really going on is uh, he's coming to court. He's getting involved in a quarrel and a dispute that has nothing to do with him. When do we say that it's wrong for him to get involved? It's after when both uh, litigants are in the same city. The person that borrowed the money, the borrower, is a forceful person, has a whole bunch of, he's, he's going to come with tinus and different claims back and forth. But the lender is afraid, he's going to start arguing with him, he's going to come with better claims, and therefore, he lets someone else, he gives the power of attorney to someone else, he should come and represent him. The person coming is doing something wrong, the representative, because what are you getting involved in a, a fight that has nothing to do with you? Let him express his uh, his claims in the most truthful way. If the person, the defendant, is in a different city, and the the plaintiff can't burden himself, it's too much of a hassle to go to the other city, and therefore he appoints someone else to represent him. In this case, the person that's the, his representative is doing a mitzvah. He's sa- saving the oppressed from the hands of his oppressor. This this person that borrowed money is not paying back. There's an opinion that a person that's coming as a proxy and he he's coming along and, and representing this person. This is just because he's going to gain money, not because he's getting almost not because he wants to get into a quarrel and he loves arguing and being involved in stories. In that case, motor is allowed. The altar doesn't bring this. This is your primary case of a time Rabbani, where you're hiring a lawyer that he doesn't really care for the case itself as much as what's going to win in the case, and therefore he's tiny, tiny. That's why it's loyal. A person should forever distance himself. Even if it's a false, uh, uh, sorry, even if it's a true, truthful oath that he's about to take, don't swear. In any way possible, distance yourself. To the extent that you have to help your counterpart in litigation to avoid uh, swearing falsely. So, if you see the, your counterpart in court is uh, became obligated to swear to you, and you see he's about to attack a swear, and you know he's swearing falsely, he's going to swear falsely. Heaven forbid. You should try to come to a compromise as much as possible. And do not allow him to reach a point where he's going to swear falsely. Shenemar the Pasuk alludes to this by saying, that the, the oath so the Avish there will be between both of them. What does it mean between both of them? Only one of them is going to swear. So the the Shvua, this oath is a responsibility of both of them. And therefore, if one of them sees the second one is going to swear falsely, he should find a way to wiggle out, even compromise on his own uh, account, on his own bill. 
Another one shouldn't swear falls. Alochi yates. Yisroeli there aidens lenachri. A yid that knows he can testify. He 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 witnessed something that will benefit a guy. Sheyesh leim din in Yisrael, which this guy has a din against the different yid berker salmon. This guy is taking his plane, his uh, defendant to a secular court. Im yigrem beidusay. If through the yid testifying on behalf of the guy, he's going to cause. Um, so if he's going to cause that the yid, which the guy is taking to court, is now going to have to pay up more than he would need to pay up whether if he was brought to Yiddish based in. In that case, also you're taking something that, so to speak, didn't demand of him to pay. However, if that's the amount that he would have to pay in based in. Anyways, you're allowed to testify for a guy against the yid. If he appointed him, in initially, when this when the, this transaction took place, whether it was borrowing and lending, or when the story took place, uh, the crash, whatever, the guy turned to you and said, "Look, you testify right now, so you'll be able to give testimony. You'll be, you'll be the witness." In that case, it's going to be a dis- disgraceful for the Abishter. It's going to be embarrassing the Abishter, embarrassing the Abishter's name if he doesn't testify because you could help a, a person and you're not helping him. In that case, don't get into the whole husband how much he would be chayiv in Beisdin and Yoyd Lebchol Inyan. In any case, you should testify on behalf of the guy. For how long can he testify something that he saw? So as long as he remembers, forever he's able to, it doesn't matter how many years passed, he can testify. But he doesn't need to suspect and be afraid that maybe because it's so long ago, it's just he's not remembering his switching fantasy with, with or, or illusions with what he remembers. He could uh, he can testify even though he he, um, he and he doesn't need to be afraid that he doesn't remember it clearly. Even if the only way he's reminding himself in the whole story that happened that uh, about which he's testifying is only when he's reminding himself from a note that he wrote then or like or when. They gave it to me. He wrote it down in Pinchas, Pinchas, in his notebook for remembrance. And he forgot it. is only reminding himself when he reads it inside. He can still testify because as long as in the time of the testimony he remembers, it's good. When he looks into his handwriting or in his notes, he reminds himself. She's or for that matter, if someone else reminds him, he's able to stand, to testify. Even if it was the second witness, the one that reminded him, still that's good. It's not considered one witness because it's all based on this one aid, the first the first witness that he reminded both of them. If the only one that could remind you the case is the one, the plaintiff, in that case, he shouldn't testify. Because uh, because it looks wrong, it looks like he's he's hiring you, so to speak. Unless the aid is a talmud chacham and itaka, we could people could rely on him that he's reminding himself takami piatzma, not because uh, someone's uh, giving him an illusion to implant in his memory. What is able to happen is that the baldin, the plaintiff, or the defendant can can. Uh, Tell, rem- tell someone else, and that other person will remind the witness. In that case, we won't consider that he's niska through a baldin. Rather, it's considered that he's reminding himself through someone else. Aid, a 
witness shukarev if he's a relative lachem nebaladin from one uh, to one of the litigants or lachem adayanim or he's a family member he, he's a relative one of the dayanim in the court or even if the two um, witnesses are family with each other I feel is the same even if they're their 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 family members through marriage sometimes they will be invalid to testify and even if they are even if they're just family members and they're relatives of the co-signer that the, the guarantor even if they're not family of the borrower etc they're not allowed to testify on behalf of the leva you should know that the fact that the Torah invalidated um, the testimony of relatives, it's not because they love each other and therefore they're going to cover for each other and say things that are not true. They're invalid to testify even against their family member. It's a, it's a decree of the Torah. Even Moshe and Aaron, the most trustworthy people, Moshe and Aaron, the two brothers, will not be uh, able to testify one for another as Amos as they are. And therefore, if there is a, a, a witness that's a family member of one of those that we mentioned earlier, or if he was uh, he was a family member and now he became, so to speak, ice family because uh, whether it's divorce or through or someone passed away, and the judges do not know of this family relations that they have, then they have to notify the judges. They will tell them that whether this this relationship, the, the, the family closeness will cause um, their 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 aides to be invalid that they're not able to testify or loy. Now halacha base shnei aides sheechad yidei b'chaveir shu rasha opasul aides. If you have two uh, two witnesses, one of them knows that the, his his second his friend that's going to testify together with him is a rasha, is a wicked person, and is invalid to testify minatayra. However, the the dayan the judges in this court case they they both came from a different town. They don't know how wicked he is. Therefore, even if the story may be true, he is not allowed to join up, team up with a Russia to testify and, and pull through a verdict on uh, through both of them. Also, even though you know for sure you're testifying truth and, and you're, you're pulling through a psaktin that's empty. Do not place your hand with a wicked person to be a... a, 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 a uh, a witness to steal. The Uxeris this is a decree of the Tayyish, a Kola the entire testimony is annulled and collapses. Even if it's a whole bunch of people, if they were all appointed as Aidas together and one of them is possible, if one of them is possible, the whole Aidas collapses. The Aizu Rosh is possible, who is considered a wicked person that he, to the extent that Minatayra, biblically, he's invalid to testify. Anything that has been widely accepted by all Yidin, that it's considered transgressions, considered Avera. It's not a positive commandment that he didn't do, rather it's a, a prohibition. And he transgressed willingly, intentionally. And he has not to repent. He didn't do tshuva yet, didn't repent. Then he's, he's invalid. His aid is invalid. And the whole aid is collapses if he was appointed together. For example, on a star or whatever. Like, if there's any way to explain that he did or to to, um, to see it from an angle that he did it by mistake, or, uh, he did it unknowing. 
he didn't know the Isser, or he did it by mistake. The Aedis does not become involved because of that.